All right, welcome to the latest and the greatest of the Blue Brothers Sportscast. I am Caleb, and with me, as always, is Brandon. And we come to you all off of Thanksgiving week. Uh, not much thanks to be given in the world of sports in the state of Michigan. Um, but <laughs> this is where we find ourselves. So uh, we hope you all enjoy. We're able to enjoy your holiday a little bit. I know that even though Saturday sucked for sports, I had a little highlight from the weekend because uh, I was able to finally hunt down a PlayStation 5. So that's my rock moment of the week. <laughs> even though we don't do that anymore, but that was kind of like the only good thing that happened last week. Well, except for time off of work, I guess. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Any any highlights for you? or? Um. Um, just Thanksgiving, really. And definitely not the football game that happened on Thanksgiving. <laughs> but <laughs> food was good. Rock. It w- wasn't the best turkey I've ever made, but it, it was still pretty decent. Oh, you made it? Yeah, I've made the turkey the last four or five years, I think. Nice. Something like that. Yeah, we. this was a really weird one because we didn't do Thanksgiving with my family. Uh, we only did it with my wife's family, and so that was a first. But we so we didn't have turkey, stuffing, mashed potatoes, green bean casserole, or pumpkin pie. So you didn't have Thanksgiving, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we had some good food, like the. Um, the highlight was we had homemade cheesecake, so that definitely trumped pumpkin pie, in my opinion. And then we had uh pork butt for instead nice. of the turkey, so that was pretty awesome, too. Everything else was like, I don't know, so so, but I did miss mashed potatoes, gravy, stuffing, and green bean casserole. So, yeah, we had all that. So not to rub it in your face, but we had all that. <laughs> nice, but I'll rub it in your face. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, speaking of rubbing in your face, uh, pretty much can everybody can just uh, rub it in the Lions' faces, even though they have been able to tack on a few ones this year. But Thanksgiving was another horrendous day to watch the Lions lose to the Texans. With that uh, beautiful final score of 41 to 25. So, Brandon, uh, well, uh, let me start this all off with this is going to be kind of a weird episode because I don't think we're going to really break down a whole lot. I mean, we might throw some of that in there, but there's plenty to talk about with the Mitch, uh, with the Lions coaching news and then other news pertaining to Michigan football when we get to that. So, this might be unstructured but brandon your thoughts reactions from turkey day football yeah that was that was pretty awful um i mean i didn't expect it to be that horrible i guess i probably should have known better um yeah i guess i can get into like some stats i mean there's really not much to say other than that the lines were horrible Mm-hmm. Uh, especially the defensive side of the ball. My gosh, they were horrible. Like, so <laughs> not to get too far into it until later, but, uh, you know, Matt Patricia's gone now. He was a defensive minded coach. He was the defensive <laughs> coordinator for the Patriots for how many years? Mm-hmm. And the Lions have like the, had like the worst defense in the league. He didn't, I never really even thought that they, um, drafted very well for defense i mean yeah a couple but it's not you would think with a coach like patricia that that would be a strong suit well it's not that they didn't draft any defensive players they just didn't draft any good ones yeah (laughs) you know i've talked about it a lot especially with my friend jason that um you know i don't understand what the lions or i guess patricia and quinn's thoughts were let's draft big linebackers that don't know how to play in coverage and then let's draft slow corners brilliant i i I don't get it (laughs) i just don't (laughs) get it and then let's completely ignore the pass rush perfect you know i've been i've been preaching that for a while but 
Yeah, let me just get into some of the stats here. So Deshaun Watson, um, he went 17 for 25 for 318 yards and four touchdowns. Uh, Will Fuller was the leading receiver. He had six receptions for 171 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, some more Will Fuller news. He is out for this, the rest of the season because he tested positive for PEDs. Hey. So, hooray. You know, there should have been a red flag that it's like the first season this guy hasn't been hurt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brandon Cooks also had five receptions for 85 yards. And J.J. Watt scored a touchdown off a of pick six, which was terrible. I mean, that's a quarterback that's been in the league for like 10 years throwing that. <laughs> that was mm-hmm. bad. Um, and speaking of the quarterback, Stafford, he went 28 for 42 for 295, a touchdown, and the said pick six to J.J. Watt. Um, old man Adrian Peterson had 15 carries for 55 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, leading receiver was TJ Hawkinson. He had five receptions for 89 yards. Uh, Mohamed Sanu, who I didn't even know was on the team until he cut the caught the touchdown pass, <laughs> had four receptions for 32 yards. Um, yeah, I'm not really surprised after I saw he was on the Lions. But at first I was like, I didn't even know he was on this team. Then it made sense to me because he played for the Patriots for a little while. And he also has a tendency of dropping passes. Perfect. And that just fits right in the Lions as well. Uh, yeah, like I said, defensive side of the ball, Lions couldn't do anything at all. They just looked completely inept and like they just gave up. Uh, Matt Prater, he had a field goal. <laughs> yeah, highlight had, right there. Yeah, field goal. Extra points. That's really about it. Um, dude, really not anything else to say. I I saw today, too, that now Danny Shelton, the defensive tackle, and Desmond Trufant, the corner, are both on IR for the Lions. Well, So, honestly, they should probably just, like, pack it in. Yeah, it's <laughs> not like they're going to do anything can happen that they're going to do any better. So, just call it quits. Yeah. Cancel 2020. They should just cancel the rest of the games like Michigan is probably going to do. <laughs> so do you want to get into that disaster? Uh, yeah, sure. So um, I think what we'll do, just because that's what we've been doing to start things off, is do voicemail so I don't forget about it. Yeah. Um, so we have quite a few this week. And... Uh, we've got them from a couple of different people here. So we'll start off with the, uh, first one and then keep moving along, um, and play all of them here for you. So on to Michigan football and voicemails. Here's voicemail one. This is big Jim P from sunny Arizona and the, the Jim P 19 on Twitter. Go blue. I think, uh, They've quit on Harbaugh. It's, uh, it became obvious yesterday. It was, it was obvious, but I think a lot of people just don't want to realize it, including me. I'm just as bad as anybody else. But Henning make the circus catch, and the players just stand there with no emotion, and Harbaugh has to turn around and tell the players they need to start cheering. It's, it's done. It's time. You know, it's, it's time to change. you got players and former players. You know, it, it's time for a change in culture. And, you know, if, if if you can't go out and be pissed off against Penn State or Sparty or Ohio State, you know, it's not a talent issue. The, there's good players up there. There's really good players up there. But the delusion that I read on Twitter and a lot of these people, I got into the debate yesterday that, you know, Harbaugh's buyouts 10 mil and that with the reduced revenue this year, they may keep him another year and then build it up. And I got told, I don't know what I'm talking about. The Michigan has unlimited money and that Ross, Ross will just pay it. Well, how do you know Ross will pay it? 
They're like, well, we're going to go get Matt Campbell from Iowa State. Well, how do you know he wants to come here? Well, if we flash $10 million, why would he turn it down? Everybody wants to coach at Michigan, do they? Is this a is this that sort of a program anymore with the academic restrictions? And I mean, it, he runs a program like it should be run, but the NCAA turns a blind eye anymore to all that crap. They don't do anything. Look at the look at the Mississippi schools and all all they do. Yeah, and they don't go to a bowl for a year. Who cares? You know, and until they loosen the belt on the restrictions, if they want to be a football school and compete and beat Ohio State, they're going to have to relax the requirements. And, you know, I hate to say this, but you're going to have to start start doing what they do if you're going to want to compete for a national title anymore and Michigan's still a name, and if they did that and started winning and getting big again and become somebody the networks want to see on television, you don't think the networks would tell the NCAA as they do the SEC and the other schools like Ohio State and some in the Oklahomas and all those turn the blind eye. So unless you're Tennessee and you do all that. Oh, looks like the end of that got cut off there from the voicemail a little bit so jim thanks for the call um in the voicemail appreciate it uh yeah that was actually going to be something i was going to bring up um i shared it on social media where they were talking about just the state of the team and that really athletic play by henning and the lack of enthusiasm from the team when it happened uh you mentioned it specifically harbaugh had to turn around and tell players to celebrate slash congratulate Henning on uh, such a great play. And I mean, that, that is a good uh, metaphor or well, not metaphor, but example of the state of Michigan football as a whole. So I'm sure that we will have plenty of other things to mention with that too, but yeah, no. uh, And so I don't forget it either. I definitely agree with you where it's just like real quick on the coaching thing. Michigan is not a destination job for anybody who has a good thing going for them. You're not going to get somebody (laughs) who's doing a good job somewhere and going to bring that like from a top, I guess you might say echelon school. You're not going to get them to come to Michigan if they're already being successful somewhere else, not head coach. That's for sure. Yeah. Maybe a coordinator, but then if you go down, like, a level to the next tier of head coaches. Like I, you could put Matt Campbell in there and everything. They could be drawn to it, but it wouldn't be a guarantee because yeah. Okay. You've got the money, but also, I mean, look, look at what it has done to the past three head coaches that have come to Michigan. Look how rich it like wrecked rich rod. He went to, he had a chance at Arizona afterwards, but that didn't really do anything. Hope, Nothing happened for him afterwards. Yeah, but like Arizona is more of a basketball school. (laughs) Yeah, no, exactly. Like it it was definitely a step down. He was still, um, you know, power five head coach. Mm -hmm. So he still had an opportunity. Uh, He didn't, he did all right with that and everything. So it wasn't terrible, but Hoke, Hoke missed his opportunity completely uh, after that. And then Harbaugh. The only reason Harbaugh's going to be okay with however this ends, not saying that's going to be great or anything, but he's going to be okay is because of what he did before Michigan. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if you bring in somebody else who has any kind of a track record, nothing's going to come close to what Harbaugh accomplished before. Um, like, I can't... <clears throat> who can? Who could you think of right now off the top of your head who has the track record, any track record close to what Harbaugh has that would even consider coming to Michigan. Like nobody, like you're going to be pulling somebody who does not have much of a track record. Mm -hmm. So essentially anybody who's going to be coming to Michigan is putting on the line just to, just for the money essentially, because there is definitely no guaranteed success, well-being or, um, you know, a destination job or whatever, however people want to say and everything. So, yeah, no, there's, it's not as attractive as it used to be. So, but yeah, um, it's definitely not that marquee 
position mm-hmm. that it was in the past. No, yeah, it was it was a marquee job, absolutely, for Rich Rod and for Hoke. And I'd probably say for Jim Harbaugh. But once you go through three coaches and how long now? Over a decade? Or about a decade? Yeah, over yeah. a decade. Over a decade that it's been in this state. <laughs> That's not a destination. That's like a labor intensive, ridiculous grinding job. And people people will fool themselves, fans and possibly coaches alike, where they're just like, oh, it's moldable. Like I can go in there and mold it and make it my own because it's the state that's in. Yeah. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Keep thinking that. Yeah. Have fun with that. Yeah. Harbaugh thought that too. Um, these next several voicemails are all from Steven. So we're going to play them through one quick thing, uh, just for time saver to mention, uh, in the future, we're probably going to limit people to two voicemails just for a time saver. So, but we've got, we've got several here from, uh, Steven. Did I say Steven? Yeah. Okay. For a second, all of a sudden, like the name Jason popped in my head and I was like, crap, I didn't say <laughs> the wrong name, did I? Okay. All right, here we go. So I'm going to play them all in order and then we'll talk about them afterwards. So, uh, we'll get started with the first voicemail. Yeah, man, I ain't doing all that. Listen, first of all, I just noticed something. The time starts when you call in and after they connect you from Google voice. So y'all need to fix that. Make it like four minutes or something like that. Anyway, how you doing, fellas? You know who this is. Um, I'm, I'm going to use, you know, because I'm going to leave a few voicemails. Um, I've decided to do it differently today. I'm going to leave a voicemail for each member of the staff that needs to go. So first is going to be Josh Gannon. Um, I don't know if he got on ResumeBuilder.com and lied or who helped him, but he's got to go. Three reasons. One, they don't. He's calling. I believe he's calling plays because those dumb plays that can't be Coach Harbaugh. And if it is, I feel bad. But that seems like somebody who's never called plays in their life. Fourth and one, you got a six foot five. I'm six seven, two eighty, two eighty six. But I'm I'm muscular. I'm I'm not fat. You got this guy, nineteen, twenty years old, six five, two forty, can't get a first down. You literally can't get three feet, three feet, and you're that big and that strong. I looked at the Rutgers quarterback. He got two feet without the help of his offensive lineman. You know, you it's not the offensive line at this point. It's not. It's just it's heart and will and determination and it's play calling. That's one. Now Josh Gaddis, I don't I don't I don't know I don't know him as a person. I'm not gonna judge him as a person. As an offensive he I, I saw the Lions got rid of the because I know, you know, Brandon, Brandon likes, you know, talking about the Lions because his voice gets real low. Like, he's like, oh, I don't know what to say about the Lions. Like, that's how, you know what I'm saying? But they fired their, their, the, the coach and the GM that brought him in. I'm not saying Ward Manuel needs to go, but you got to, you know, Harbaugh brought this guy in. So that's an indictment on Harbaugh once again. The coaching staff, these guys aren't being coached properly. Um, Gaddis. He doesn't know what he's doing. He's never had an offensive coordinator position. It's time for him to go. He just makes bad plays. And it's not about it's not about the plays or the players. It's about the plays you call. You know, Hassan Haskins can go in there and get three carries for 30 yards. They'll sit him out for a whole quarter. Like, you, nobody's telling Coach Harbaugh, maybe we need to run this guy. Nobody. Josh Gaddis allegedly ha- has control of the offense or else he wouldn't have signed the contract. That's pretty much what he alluded to. He wouldn't have come to Michigan if he wasn't allowed to call plays. But you can't tell Coach Harbaugh, hey, let's get Haskins. Let's throw to Johnson. Let's throw to Henning. And we don't even hear Eric All anymore. That guy, he can't even catch COVID. That's how bad his hands are. Like, my time's almost up. Yeah, Gaddis, he, he, yeah, Gaddis got to go. Sorry. I mean, like I said, I normally root for people black. Not this time. Go blue. Yeah, so next is gonna be it's not it's not it's not gonna be um who you think it's gonna be. It's gonna be Jay Harbaugh. Mr. Nepotism himself. How many thousand yard seasons has Jay Harbaugh ever had as a running back? Anybody? None. How many rushing touchdowns has he ever had? None. But he's the running back's coach. When the real running back's coach should be the guy that's in Indiana right now, Michael Hart. <laughs> 
the greatest Michigan running back of all time, in my opinion. He's in Indiana coaching when he should be in Ann Arbor. These running, I mean, I, when I look at when I look at running backs of the, of the past, look at Zach Charbonnet. Where is he? These guys, he, this guy broke a freshman record. Mike Hart's freshman record. Now we hadn't seen him. The rumors are he's transferring. I don't know if he is or not. But, you know, guys are good on their own. Jay, Jay Harbaugh is not teaching them. He's not developing these guys. He's not making them better. Why is he your running back coach? He can't even recruit right. When I look at 24-7 and I see Jay, Jay Harbaugh as the primary recruiter, I'm like, well, that person's going elsewhere. Now, if he's a secondary recruiter, we got a shot. Jay Harbaugh is literally recruited in his years in Michigan, four good players. Four. That's not even an average good player a year. That's less than that. I mean, uh, um, one good player a year. That's that's like .7 good players a year. And I only know how you do that mathematically. There's no such thing as a. <laughs> there's no such thing as a almost a human being. So he's he's. <laughs> I can't just stop laughing. <laughs> Man, this guy's horrible. Man. Man, please. 
please. I, I just, no, man. He's not it. He knows he's out. Coach Harbaugh really, really hints his job on Don Brown. And, and now they're both about to be unemployed because of one another. And it's sad. You know, Brown's going to be unemployed because he stayed. Coach Harbaugh's going to be unemployed in part because he kept Don Brown. That defense has no desire. And, and I don't know why defensive players from Michigan aren't talking to these guys. Like, former great, they have to be embarrassed, man. They have to be because I'm embarrassed for them. Go Blue. Yeah, so finally, Jim Harbaugh. Now I'm watching the Michigan State game <clears throat> during the second quarter, about a minute left, and they're up by 11. So it's time for Jim Harbaugh to go. Here's why. Not because they're losing. Not because they look unenthused. Not even because the media is calling for his job. It's time for Jim Harbaugh to go because Jim Harbaugh is quick. If y'all look at this man <clears throat> on the sideline, he literally looks like he doesn't know what he's doing. I refuse to believe he's a bad coach because NFL teams want him still. The NFL wouldn't want you if you were a bad coach. I think that's where his mind is. I think that's where his heart is, the NFL. I think he tried college <clears throat> again because he loved Michigan and he wanted to get them to a certain level. His peak was with Brady Hoke's players. He's done nothing with it. He can't, re he can't recruit and develop good players. I don't, I don't really want to get into him not being able to recruit his own guys because they're recruiting pretty well. Could they recruit better? Yes. That's why I think Dudek has to go too. You know, he, he's trash. I don't know what he's doing. Um, but, but this is, you know, this is just, it looks like he's quick. It looks like his mind is on the pros. He doesn't want the hassle and the strain, but that's more strenuous having an NFL job because now you, you don't have total control. You, you, I mean, you can cut guys, but you have grown men who have mortgages and, car payments and wives and girlfriends and sometimes wives with girlfriends and they're not going to listen to you. So, you know, why not want to stay in college? Why not? That, that's, that's where he belongs for real. Uh, Michigan is not the place though. He, his, he, he just runs an outdated system. He thinks it's 2009, 2008. He thinks he has Andrew Luck. He ain't even got Oliver Luck back there, let alone Andrew. He, he, he just quit, man. And, you know, Ohio State, he can't beat Ohio State. I don't know why he can't beat Ohio State. But, you know, I mean, Brady Hope did. It doesn't matter what kind of team it was. Brady Hope still beat him. This just feels very reminiscent to Brady Hope's last year. Now we're finding out Cade was hurt. Or they say Joe was hurt. The only thing hurt on Joe is his ego and his pride. That man can play, you know. But if you're playing with a hurt quarterback, that, that that's reminiscent of what happened with Shane Morris. Like, it's, it's, it's just so much... I don't even know if Jim loves Michigan like he says he does. I'm I'm questioning his love for Michigan. I am. Because he hasn't done anything to improve. Like, these players aren't getting any better. You understand what I'm saying? I'd be surprised if they don't have some decommit. And and the, the, the one thing that may keep them is the fact that a lot of these four and five stars are only going to come if he's there. Like the Money Jackson, Will Johnson, so on and so forth. So if he doesn't, if he's there, he got to change his whole staff. That's that's the only thing that's probably going to save him, man. Go blue. Yo, man, I know this, this is, um, I think, my fifth call, but I'm just finding out some information. So apparently Michigan uh, recruiting is about to lose a few guys. I don't know how many. I know at least two. Um, Xavier Worthy is probably gone. I don't – hmm. I don't blame him. And either either Jennings or um, I forgot the other kid's name out of Florida. One of those linebackers is about, about to decommit. This is what happens when you have guys like Matt Dudek. Like, I'm, I, you know, I'm beyond frustrated at guys like him and some of these these super fans. I'm not going to give them to their Twitter handles because they all the all the stuff they say publicly is not what they say privately. I get tired of these fake guys, man. You know, I get, I, these, are, these are some chumps. They're some straight clowns. Now, tell them to their faces. They ain't going to do nothing. But, but this team is – and even the parents. Like, I saw a tweet yesterday by one of – like, Anthony, I, I drew – was it Drew um, – Anthony, Drew Singleton? One of, I think it was Drew Singleton. And Sammy Foster, he liked the tweet. Like, what's in the dark will come to the light? Steven Spinella did, too. Like, Jim Harbaugh – I thought Brady Hope was the worst coach in Michigan history. Jim, it turns out Jim Harbaugh, a man who's supposed to love Michigan, 
is the worst Michigan coach I've ever seen. The worst. For three reasons. One, he's too loyal to his staff, but that's not getting him anything. They're, like Gaddison Brown, go, and, and, and even Jay Harbaugh and, and Jordan, like this, his whole staff is just trash. I don't even want to name them all. And what, we need guys like Ty Law, Mike Hart, and Braylon Edwards coaching their positions at Michigan. Mike Hart should be the running backs coach. Braylon Edwards should be the wide receivers coach. Ty Law should be the DB coach. Period. Two, you're not letting the best players play. You're really not. You're putting guys in there because of you know, favoritism. We all know it. And three, you got you got guys like Dudek recruiting. And you, you, you want to beat Ohio State, but you got this. Man, y'all can say what y'all want about James Yoder, but this man, he's on it. Dudek is getting paid twice as much as the office, the Ohio State uh, recruiting director. What has Dudek done other than tweet about his daughter and, and, and show, show him at a restaurant? Oh, he can eat. I know you can look at him until he can eat, but he can't recruit well, but he doesn't go, want to go on Twitter during the season because he knows people are lighting him up. Like, if, if, if their recruiting class falls apart, I, first, I think they're going to re-sign Jim Harbaugh. I, I really do. Should they? No. Will they? Yes. But it has to be stipulations, man. Your coordinators have to go. But this is ridiculous, y'all. I get tired of these fake fans, man, saying we can't get anybody better. I get tired of these people, you know, saying give Harbaugh more time to develop. If they end up playing Illinois in the, in, in the, the conference title weekend and Brandon Peters beat – how crazy would that be if Brandon Peters go, beat Michigan? Illinois beats him and Brandon Peters looks over the silent. Man. All right. <laughs> that was all of them. All fired so, up. Yeah. Uh, a lot covered there. And uh, good stuff there because there's definitely a lot in there that I wouldn't have covered. So getting uh, different um, topics and thoughts in there <clears throat> that otherwise wouldn't have been touched on. So I don't even know exactly where to start. Brandon, did you have anything to take away right away from those uh, voicemails? Steven, thanks again for the calls. Um, well, I can say that a lot of times when I'm, when I talk quiet is because I share a wall with my daughter's bedroom and she's two and she's sleeping. Yeah. You, you can't <laughs> let your rage come out because you know that you'll wake the baby up. Or yeah, the, the kid up. Yeah. And I don't like by the time, by the time when we do this, you know, we do it later in the week and I'm not as, not as fired up as I am, um, you know, right after a game, but you know, also, too, like, I'm just so beaten down by this year <laughs> with both teams. I mean, the Lions, I'm getting to the point where I'm it's just like, you know, I've been watching them ever since I was a kid, and it's just the same stuff every single year. It's like we're moving on to another uh, set of coaches and a new GM, and it's, you know, they're going to bring them in, and people are going to be excited about them, and it's just like the same stuff's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, well, since most of Steven's stuff was about the coaches and everything, uh, I know the last thing he said, he thinks that they're going to re-sign Harbaugh. I don't see that happening. I think, I mean, I think it's very possible that he does his last year, which is next year Mm -hmm. on his contract, but man, I don't know how anyone stays. Um, if he stays, I, yeah, I can't. Well, like you said, I could see him coming back for his last year. I can't see him being re-signed. And I just, if Don Brown comes back next year, what does that say about Jim Harbaugh? Yeah, I don't don't even know. I don't even know. Because how many years has it been now that at the end of the season they get torched and it's just like, oh, yeah, we got to do work. We got to be better next year. And it's just gotten worse each year. Like, I shared that from – weeks ago maybe it was like the first or second week about how the point differential and losses has steadily been increasing since 2016 mm-hmm. so yeah that's not they're not improving they're not changing anything they're not making adjustments so yeah i um i don't I personally don't think Harbaugh is going to be back next year. I just think that uh, he's too uh, beaten down by this whole thing. Like, I, I mean, he's a competitive guy. I'm, I, uh, nobody talked about it because I don't know exactly when the voicemails came in. I can't remember when Steven's last one came in. But the game this weekend is officially canceled against Maryland. Yeah. So uh, I know there's all sorts of questions and speculations with that. I thought it was handled weird. I 
don't personally think that anybody with the team slash coaches would have canceled anything to purposely try to avoid playing next week against Ohio State, especially Jim Harbaugh because he's too much of a com- um, competitor to like just quit. Uh, could I totally see where people in the athletic department, like, and with administration, wanted to be like just throwing the towel? Let's, you know, flush this season down the toilet. <laughs> yeah, I could totally see that. So I'd I be fine with that. Yeah, I do not know <laughs> who necessarily made that official call or not. Um, yeah, I actually, I told you before we started recording that. Um, I actually was fine with the game being canceled on Saturday. I was like, good, I don't have to watch it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not bothered by it, really. I thought it was handled kind of weird, but it's just like, whatever. Maybe I'll actually enjoy a Saturday of football because I know it won't be ruined by Michigan football. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, this past Saturday, too, at the Penn State game, like, I only watched a quarter, handful mm-hmm. plays here and there. I, I did see the nice catch by Henning, so that would seem not... Or sounded like it was the um, highlight of the game. That was the highlight of the game. <laughs> so I, mean, I caught that part. Dude, it was such a trash game, dumpster fire game from both teams. Like it was it was hideous. I don't I don't even really want to do a recap of the game because it was so stupid. But um one uh going back to one of the things that Steven said, I mean it's very uh obvious to point out too, like Haskins went to town. Like he had uh one or a couple good good drives and then they they didn't use him mm-hmm. they stopped using him i uh, there's always those people i'm i've been one of them i'm not saying like i'm above anybody else where they come in and they're just like i know what needs to happen i know how we can make this better like there's always people thinking and saying that in the case of michigan football that seems to be a reality where it's just like all these things are happening. Like you, when you comment on the lines and their drafting now with Michigan and their coaching, I feel like there's a huge majority of people who could sit there and be like, um, I would be able to make better calls than this right now. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that, they would necessarily be wrong because there are obvious decisions that they're making that are not good decisions. So I just like, it blows my mind. I mean, we've, we've been saying that week in and week out, but this week was plain. Like you have something that's working and then you deliberately go away from it. Like, what is that? What, like what? I mean, it's unless Haskins went out there and did some, douche move and gone unsportsmanlike conduct penalty or something or fumbled a couple times. Yeah. Like unless there was an obvious blatant reason to not let him keep doing what he was doing, like did he get injured and nobody talked about it? No, like there was no obvious reason not to use Haskins, but that's what they decided to do. So (laughs) I, I have no idea. I mean, I don't even really want to talk about that game because I want to talk about the situation with everything because now Penn State has a win on the season. So congratulations on that. That's like how bad Michigan looks. <laughs> and then uh, the, this weekend's game is canceled. I'm I'm speculating that Jim Harbaugh is going to exit. Like he is going to put him up uh, himself. Well, I don't know if I would say he put himself up for sale, but like s- people are buying on Harbaugh still. Probably mostly NFL. Mm-hmm. because he's had a success there. But really, honestly, I wouldn't be too surprised if he went some other places in college and was able to have a lot more success than he did at Michigan. I just don't, I can't tell you exactly what it is. I don't know if anybody could necessarily tell you exactly what it is, but man, just like Michigan kills coaches. Yeah. Um, and not necessarily to say that Rich Rod and Hoke would have been better than what they were if they went somewhere else. But anyways, um, yeah, I, I honestly came into this kind of with no specific notes. There's one thing that I do want to talk about, though. Um, I won't even say it's notes. It was uh, somebody sent it to me. Uh, Illogical on Twitter uh, sent me something. I hadn't seen it otherwise. So uh, thanks for sending it in. 
Um, but Angelique from um, the Detroit News shared something with an exchange with Harbaugh, and I found this like really interesting. Um, she asked him if he can detect what's missing with the team, confidence, energy, and then his reply was for, quote, disdain for the process. And then he it was explained that's by people outside the program. So here here's what she has down as uh, quoted. Coach is attacking it. The team is competing. The team is really working at it. There's disdain for the process by some, but to us, that's the whole ball game. So this is Harbaugh here. Um, she followed up and asked what he meant by disdain. And he said, I think sometimes outside of the program, I think people are very results oriented and the process to us is very important process, not as important outside of the program as it is to us inside the program. And so this is replying to her question about what is missing with the team, specifically calling out confidence and energy. And that's his reply. His reply is people outside the program. So let, before I jump into this, I do. this is all the information I have on this. I tried to find some other stuff, so I don't know what the whole conversation was about. I do not know exactly what he was targeting because there are two specific groups that come to mind with this. Okay, outside of the program could be talking about Michigan administration or outside of the program could be absolutely everyone outside of the program. <laughs> fans, boosters. Yeah, and, including fans and uh, media and everything like that. So I don't think he would do something to vaguely or secretly call out administration. So I'm leaning towards this seems like he's applying to like everyone outside of the program or anyone and everyone outside of the program. And so for him to answer a question and maybe he's just thrown this in there, like uh, a smoke screen on not really wanting to address it. But if his actual response to what is missing with the team, confidence, energy, tell us what's missing with the team. And his go-to is to talk about how people outside of the program are acting or reacting about things. What the literal crap BS. I don't like, I, there are so many words that I could use that we have not used on this podcast that I want to throw out there, but what is that? What literally I want people to, when they're listening to this, if you have not seen this, I want you to let that sink in. Think about that, that the head coach of any team is commenting that the state of their players and their team, their reply is about people outside of the program. Mm hmm so there are two things you can take away from this. One is, dude, you're not doing your job. Your staff absolutely sucks. If you're saying that people outside of the program are having an influence on your program, guess what? Every program and team deals with this. <laughs> now, is Michigan worse than a lot of them? Yes. Is Michigan possibly the worst? Yes, I don't care. Your job is to take care of your team and your program. And so by you tell, like coming out and saying that there is a problem with your program because of people outside your program, what is wrong with you? Like, I like Jim Harbaugh. Do I want him to say at Michigan? No. Do I like Jim Harbaugh, though? Did he do some good things for Michigan? Yes. Like, Give me 2015, 2016 Jim Harbaugh, and like, I think we'd be okay. But that's what everybody's saying. But this, like, what is this? Could you, like, I couldn't even imagine these words coming out of Jim Harbaugh's mouth in 2015 or 2016. No. So I don't, like, I am trying to wrap my mind around this thought process, and I can't. Like, how, and we've, uh, we've probably talked about it, you and, 
uh, Brandon, you and I, I know Craig and I have talked about it at different points in years ago about taking care of the team. And we've talked about the mental toughness of a team and everything. And if a coaching staff is stooping to the level of saying something about how their team is affected by people outside of it, like what do they go into the team meetings and pull up Twitter and just start talking <laughs> about what people are tweeting about the team? Oh man, like, they must have a whole bunch of Stevens tweets. I was just going to say that. Like maybe they just go to like random people's profiles and maybe that's how Steven got blocked. Like they pulled up in the team meeting and be like, oh, Look at this was what this guy said. Jay and that Jay's just over there blocking people like one after another. <laughs> like what what are you doing that this is coming in? Now I understand that there are some people I totally don't agree with this, uh, who will tweet directly at uh players and recruits. That is like totally off the board. Tweeting directly at coaches, I don't agree with either. That's kind of a different thing. Those are grown adults, anyways. But it's just like what is going on? Like, shut it down. Like, do you have to go as far as like saying just shut out down social media? Like, take out Wi-Fi at the stadium, <laughs> at the practice facility. What? It never works at the stadium anyway because there's too many people. <laughs> Unless you're in the media box, I, I did learn that one. <laughs> um, so like, see, I I don't want to drag this out for too long, but honestly, like seeing that blows my mind and i'm just like that so your 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 answer to that is not like hey what we're doing as coaching is not working or we are failing as coaches or like we are missing leadership you know we had some we're just looking for some guys to step up there i could name off like a dozen different things you could say before mentioning the things that Jim Harbaugh said that would have been probably completely applicable answers, if not at least good, substantial, like answers with substance to use before that. But this was the go-to reply. What the heck? Like, I I can't, I, I can't. I'm like, this season has been the giant turd that it has been, but this is like, I don't even know. It's like, th this is somebody pouring gasoline on a, and lighting it on fire just to like give it that much worse of a existence. I, Brandon, any, anything to say? <laughs> I, I, I don't, I don't want, I could, I could go on forever. Like I just, I, I don't believe it. Um, no, I just like, if, your team is getting affected that much by sources on the outside, then you're not doing your job. I mean, it all just boils down to that. Yeah. You're the one that's supposed to keep them on track. You're the one that's supposed to, you know, get them to rise above anything like that. Um, you know, and if it was directed towards fans, I'm like, yeah, their result, they want results because traditionally Michigan was a, you know, a successful, I mean, they're the all-time winningest football program in college, mm -hmm. you know? <laughs> so traditionally they're a winning program and we don't like seeing garbage like it's getting put on the field, um, finishing third place in our division every single year. And then now, phew, gosh, we're not even going to have a winning record. Yeah. I don't even, so uh, to bringing that up, like this is, Okay, yes, Big Ten football is bad, but I don't, that's not an excuse for Michigan's performance. Like, okay, now let's say if from 2015 to 2019, we had repeat seasons of 2015 and 2016. Like, it was just like, you know, 10 win season, nine win season every single year, you know, close games with Ohio State, you know, looking good at least on a consistent basis. And then this season, this turd of a season happened. It'd be kind of like, okay, you know, it sucks. It is what it is. Um, big 10 football is bad. A lot of stuff is bad, but no, it's like there, there's a track record before this, like this, this, there was a leading up to this. So you can't like, and I, I haven't heard anything saying uh blame on the season or, 
uh, circumstances or anything like that. But it's just like, no, like there, there's stuff that led up to this. Like we were preparing for this. We were preparing for uh, things getting worse before they got better. And this is it getting worse. I mean, so in the Big Ten, there are only four teams out of the 14 that have more than two wins. And that is Ohio State, Indiana, Northwestern, Iowa. And so those other teams all have two wins or less. And most of them have played four games or more. So it's just so uh, there were four teams with more than two wins. There are five teams with above 500 records. The other one is Wisconsin because they've only played three games. Like, yes, Big Ten football is bad, but so what? Like, ah, man. (laughs) Anyways, so I don't know. I mean, I, I honestly would be okay if there was no more Michigan football for the rest of the year. I have no idea what's going to happen. I don't know what we're going to wind up talking about or not talking about next week. Uh, they'll be at, as, as it stands right now, there will be line stuff to talk about because they're supposed to be playing this weekend, but, um, yeah, I just, uh, just burned out. Yeah. I'm, I'm burnt out. <laughs> I'm surprised. Like I could go back to that comment and talk about it for hours the team just looks bad. Mac, I mean, like anytime anything looks to be heading in the right direction, something gets messed up. McNamara got hurt. Not saying that if he was fine the whole game that they would have won. I mean, come on, like not to go through these stats and everything, but it was ridiculous. Like Penn State only had 163 passing yards. Michigan only had 112 between McNamara and Milton. Like this game was just hideous on both sides. And Michigan still lost by 10 points. <laughs> Michigan wound up going 100% from field goals just because they kicked one. Actually had a better field goal percentage than the opposing team for once. But they still lost by double digits. So, I like, ah, I don't know. So much wrong with it and to say. And they'll, we'll do, at, the, at the end of things, we're going to do a wrap-up. We're not going to have to do, like, talking about games or anything. We're going to do one thing especially now since like there's going to be new things happening with the lines, obviously, because Patricia got canned. There's definitely going to be some things to talk about Michigan at the end of the season and everything. So I have plenty I could say, but I'm not going to make this any longer than it was because we're already going pretty long here. So um, Brandon, anything else Michigan related at this time or. Not really. I don't even think I have anything else in my head thinking about michigan i'm just i'm so burned out and i'm so over it this year yeah it's been such a weird season you know the shortened season because of the whole virus and all that and then to have it be like this when they finally play (laughs) it's just one letdown after another yeah and it's just so disheartening absolutely and And i'm gonna be honest like i i was over the season as soon as they lost to michigan state and that was the second game yeah, I feel like a lot of people was like that. And honestly, that's what happened in the football team. Like, that's what seems like happened to the football team. It's just like, oh, yeah. we lost. That's that that puts uh, an end to the season. There's nothing more to work forward to. Like, that's 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 where the mental toughness comes in. Like, mm-hmm. you're going to lose some games like they could have lost that Michigan State game and bounced back. I mean, who? I don't even know who they played after that. Um. But they could have bounced back. They played Indiana. Okay, that wasn't necessarily the easiest game. But, I mean, they it was 38-21. to 21. I mean, obviously, it looked like it would have been a lot more than that. But still. So, it that that's the same thing that happens. Like, the team looks good until they hit their first loss. And then, usually, it, like, completely crashes after that. Like, they lose to Iowa. And then, they lose to Ohio State the next week after. Like, they look like crap against Ohio State the week after that. They lose to Michigan State, and then they lose something after that. That's just year in and year out. So um, I wanted to say before I forgot, I know there were some other things going on, like 
other or people in the media that were talking about Michigan's forfeiting or not forfeiting, uh, canceling this weekend's game and the potential effect that will have on the Ohio State game. I don't care. Like, I'm not going to bring up who said what and bring up my thoughts. I honestly do not care. Like, they could talk the most crap about Michigan right now. I absolutely don't care because Michigan sucks right now. So go ahead. Let them talk crap. And it looks fishy. I don't really think the coaching staff had anything to do it, but I don't really care. Like, fine, whatever. I'm not defending Michigan. <laughs> why Why are people being bothered by it and wanting to come to the defense of Michigan when you're defending a pile of crap? Like, I will go die on another hill for something completely different. I do not care about this. Attack it. Do what you want. You're, it's a dead horse. You're doing nothing. And defending <laughs> it is not going to bring the horse back to life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. End scene. So, all right. You want to talk about the uh, one preview game we get to talk about? Uh, I guess if we have to. Uh, you can do stats if you want to, or if you just kind of want to say, hey, this is what's going on, and then we do predictions. <laughs> I honestly, at this point, 2020, don't care. Oh, I got some stuff. Uh, so the Lions play the Bears again. Um, it's at Chicago. Uh, it's 1 p.m. on Fox. Um, Bears, man, their offense is kind of blah. They have a great defense, typical Bears fashion. Um, you know, Nick Foles is still the quarterback. Oh, man, they got David Montgomery, the running back. He's got 575 yards on a season and a touchdown. Only one rushing touchdown, which is kind of surprising. Uh, he also has 252 receiving yards and two touchdowns. Uh, and then you got Allen Robinson, the wide receiver. He's got 829 yards and five touchdowns. That's pretty much it for their offense. They've got, like, nothing. <laughs> uh, and then on the defensive side of the ball, uh, Khalil Mack. Obviously, a guy you got you to watch. Uh, he's leading the team in sacks. He's got six and a half so far this season. That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> That's amazing. That That – was such more of a positive note than anything we mentioned for Michigan football. So I guess we get to see the first game of um, interim head coach Daryl Bevel. Woohoo. Oh, Wait. man. Well, we get to do our predictions for that. So, hey, I have good news for you, though. <gasps> you caught up and we are actually now tied for predictions. Oh, my gosh. Even though my lock was so incredibly terrible. <laughs> I feel like you should have lost the point for how bad that was. I should have lost just like four points. For that. <laughs> <laughs> it was awful. Picking uh, the Raiders to win over the Falcons. Yeah, I, I mentioned <laughs> I mentioned that to my wife. I was like, yeah, Brandon picked this game to lock and the team just lost by like 40 points. <laughs> yeah. What the heck happened with the Falcons on that one? I don't know, but well, I had a couple. The Raiders, that game even made me angrier because I started Derek Carr on my fantasy team. He got me zero points. How in the heck does a quarterback get you zero points? Because it was Carr. He he threw like he threw to like two interceptions and had like three lost fumbles. <laughs> Butterfingers. Yeah, well, you uh, you score, you got five points from last week. I only got two, so yeah, you caught up. Man. So we're all tied up at twenty-one. We don't have a Michigan game to predict, uh, so there's that. So I guess we'll just talk about the Lions being three-point underdogs to the Bears with the over/under forty-five. All right, Brandon, what uh, what do you want to predict for that gem of a game? Oh, I'm pre- predicting another Lions loss. It's not going to be a pretty game because Lions-Bears games are usually the most boring ones of the season, at least to me. Um, I'm predicting the Bears are going to take that one 20-17. All right. Uh, Well, I am going all crazy here because Patricia's fired... Sometimes that gives weird juju vibe to teams when canning a head coach and they're playing the Bears who suck and are weird. 
So I am going, and also the Lions hate to win at home. So since this is a road game, I'm going all crazy over here and saying that they're going to win. All right. Um, because it's 2020, you know, weird. Why not? <laughs> um, so I'm actually going to put this at Lions 24, Bears 17. And uh, Bevel, as interim head coach, goes 1-0. and <laughs> So, yeah, buckle up for an exciting time in a low-scoring low game. All right, Uh, moving along then, we do still uh, have our locks. Uh, Still going to have that, even though we don't have a Michigan game to talk about. I will have a Big Ten game to talk about, and I did this last week. I'm doing it again. Ohio State is mad. They're probably pissed because they have not been able to play, and they want a shot at the college football playoff, and they know, and they did this. I think back the first time that they went to the playoff. If you want to go, you got to show it. You got to prove it. And so they know that they don't only have to win. They have to, like, beat the crap out of people. (laughs) And since Michigan State sucks, but not as badly as Michigan does, they need to beat Michigan State soundly. And so they are favored by 23.5 points, but I'm going to have Ohio State covering the negative 23 and a half points against Michigan state this weekend. If the game gets played, like I, I've had two weeks in a row with my games getting canceled. So, but Brandon, what's your NFL game? Um, mine, I was talking to you before the, the podcast. Uh, there's one I found kind of intriguing. So the chargers and the Patriots are even right now, which I haven't seen that in a long time <laughs> looking at uh, spreads and everything, but um, I, t- man, the Patriots are kind of hard to figure out, but I don't really have much faith in how, you know, bad their offense has been. And the chargers have a fairly decent defense. They just tend to blow second half leads kind of like the lions, but I don't know, just the way Justin Herbert has been playing for the Chargers, I think the Chargers are going to win that game. So I'm just going to go with the Chargers beating the Patriots, since it's even. Chargers win straight up against the Patriots. All right. Okay, well, then the last thing we got is our questions of the week. So even though Michigan doesn't have a game, I'm still going to throw a question out there because I think it kind of applies in everything. So... Michigan had, quote-unquote, two more regular season games left. Maryland, Ohio State. Maryland is canceled, but there was there's supposed to be a final week of the Big Ten where they just, like, put the teams versus each other. Yeah. Um, so, technically, it would be three games. So, my question is, will Michigan play another football game in 2020? One of the three is canceled. I cannot see them canceling two more games past that. Maybe one. So I imagine that, yes, there will be one more Michigan football game in 2020. Brandon, what do you think? Yeah, I agree. They'll play at least one. I I really cannot see them canceling Michigan-Ohio State. It would take a lot because that is a big moneymaker for all the viewership. Even though it's a blowout, it's two of the biggest fan bases in in the country. Oh, but it's not going to be a blowout because you know they've been keeping some secret plays ready for that game. <laughs> yeah, maybe Jabril Peppers is finally going to throw it on a Wildcat. <laughs> Even though he plays for the Giants now. <laughs> oh my gosh, I remember when I thought that. I can't remember what year it was when I was just like, oh, maybe they're going to switch things up and they're going to have some new stuff. Nope. <laughs> nope. Oh, man. All right, so we also need a question for the Lions. What uh, what do you got for us, Brandon? Uh, will Matt Prager kick more than two field goals? I always joke with Lions-Bears games that it's just a field goal fest. <laughs> but my score prediction, I say no. I think he's going to get at least he's going to get one. Okay, yeah, actually, that's kind of funny because uh, I had to go back and look at my score prediction and confirm, and 
Uh, yeah, I, w- I would go with no two because I just had them down with one field goal. So, yeah, it'll they'll he'll probably kick like three, but he'll only make one. <laughs> Something stupid. Yeah, because the other two will be like 65 yarders. Yeah. In the wind in Chicago. <laughs> oh, man. Nothing surprised me, man. 2020. 2020. So, well, this this was a fun, delightful episode this week. Just uh, brings joy to my my life, man. Um, on that note, um, hopefully, people are going to be able to enjoy sports. Michigan's playing basketball. Yeah, that's a positive. You know, could maybe focus on that. The Ravens hey- and the Steelers finally played this week. <laughs> yeah, finally. It, it was it was today at Wednesday at, at no it was at 3:40. Oh, 3:40. <laughs> yeah, weird. Super weird. Um yeah, so po- positive note though. Michigan football cannot ruin your Saturday this weekend. <laughs> so, take that for what it's worth. Uh we appreciate you guys hanging out with us. We'll be back next week with who knows what. Uh, because maybe there'll be no Michigan game to recap and no Michigan game to preview, but time will tell. On that note, we will finish off with Go Team. Go Teams? 